This is TechCrunch. If you enjoy this podcast, you should check out the Hustle Daily Show. More than 3 million young professionals read the Hustle Daily's email for its irreverent and informative takes on business and tech news. Now they have a daily podcast called the Hustle Daily Show, where their team of writers break down the biggest business headlines in 10 minutes or less and explain why you should care about them. They'll also do deep dives on topics like why it's nearly impossible to buy an original Bob Ross painting. I recommend the show about a university that's using a hologram of Albert Einstein to teach science. Search for The Hustle Daily Show in your favorite podcast app. This is TechCrunch. Tencent veterans secure $13 million to build cross-chain decentralized identities by Rita Liao. There are many startups working on decentralized identities for the next generation of the Internet. Four Tencent veterans want their offering, .bit, an identity protocol built on the blockchain, to become the universal identification system in Web3, like how emails and phone numbers became ubiquitous in Web 2.0, while giving users control over their own data rather than letting it reside in the platforms they use. .bit-powered identities come in the form of its namesake domain name. This is how it works. Pick a .bit alias, link it up with the addresses of your crypto or NFT wallets that .bit currently supports, and all the data and assets from those wallets will now sit under .bit's data container and be displayed on your .bit page. Say you need to receive cryptocurrencies from someone. Instead of giving them your 35-character wallet address, you could give them something as simple as Claire.bit. The Ethereum name service, ENS, is probably the biggest player in the blockchain naming system space today, with .eth increasingly seen in Twitter names. While .bit sees ENS as its rival, it doesn't bill itself as a domain service, but rather as an identity solution provider. Furthermore, Tim Yeo, one of .bit's co-founders, said his company provides a neutral and chain-agnostic solution, whereas .eth interacts with only Ethereum. In real life, your houses and financial assets are all tied to your unique ID number. .bit serves as the digital ID for all your assets in the Web3 world, said the founder. One year after its founding, .bit has registered more than 110,000 accounts with some 38,000 crypto addresses tied to them. The identity protocol now supports Polygon, Tron, Binance, SmartChain, and Ethereum. It plans to add compatibility with Bitcoin, Dogecoin, Polkadot, Solana, and more down the road. All in all, the protocol has integrated with nearly 100 wallets and dApps. Its business model is simple, charging an annual subscription fee for the accounts, including the domain names and other identification services. The strategy won investor support as the company has closed a Series A funding round of $13 million led by CMB International, which is owned by the Chinese conglomerate China Merchants Group, Hashkey Capital, known for its early investment in Ethereum, Ching Song Fund, GSR Ventures, GGV Capital, and crypto-focused investment firm SNZ. The startup plans to spend the capital on expanding partnerships, developing its user community around the world, and hiring, though it wants to keep the team small and nimble. The company's next ambition is to promote the use of .bit for decentralized autonomous organizations, DAOs, said Yeo. Every member of the DAO gets assigned their .bit account and can use that piece of identity to vote on the organization's decisions. The startup comprises a small team of 10 people spread across the U.S., China, and Singapore, led by four co-founders who were colleagues at Tencent, Tim Yeo, Spencer Shaw, Jeff Jin, and Kyle Wright. 
Its users already span some 180 countries, but Yeo wants the company to reach more users in Africa and South America, where a large portion of the population remains unbanked due to their lack of government documentation. A person who doesn't own an official ID can get a .bit account, skip the government, and start using a range of apps, the founder suggested. If a person makes a contribution to a DAO, that record can be reflected on their .bit profile. There's no need for certificates anymore. Similar to .eth, .bit has been gradually gaining recognition among crypto adopters on some established internet platforms. On Jike, a social network favored by China's tech workers, venture capitalists, and Web3 enthusiasts, people are attaching the .bit suffix to their names even if they haven't actually registered an account with the platform. They are treating .bit as a form of social cachet, said Yeo. Spoken Layer. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.